Hi friends, my name's Alexa Mazur and you're listening to Firsthand Audacity, the usually short and sometimes sweet show where I talk through life experiences and having the sheer audacity to live unencumbered by other people's BS. From the foundation of self-confidence to anything life throws your way, if I've been through it, we're talking about it. Let's chat. Hi friends, look at her go. How is that for an intro? (laughs) My first try, that's how it was. (laughs) We'll get there. We're learning one step at a time. I am so excited to bring this episode to you. Episode 10, just like that. We're in double digits team. We're talking about platonic love. What I mean by that is the love that we share with our friends, our chosen family, the love that is above and beyond or beside the romantic love that you have in your life. I think that societal norms emphasize romantic love, whether it's because of rom-coms or however you grew up with these fantasies from Disney princess movies, whatever it may be. There's this emphasis on finding your other half and having someone complete you. And I just think that is totally void of the beautiful love that we share with our friends, the folks who are beside you during those experiences while you find yourself, while you make yourself whole, because I think I've made it pretty clear, but I definitely don't believe that somebody else can make you complete. I think that it's your responsibility to complete yourself and it's your responsibility to feel whole without somebody else then somebody you choose to add to your life truly is the cherry on top of your epic Sunday that is the rest of your life. You curate your life. You curate your happiness. You decide what you surround yourself with, who you surround yourself with, what experiences you say yes to, and your romantic love is on top of that in addition to. Same thing with your platonic love, but I think that We don't often talk about the importance of platonic love. Who is there with you with the Ben and Jerry's through the breakups? Who is there with you, you know, in the middle of the night when you need to get talked off a ledge? Um, I'm not talking about the going out Friday, Saturday friends. These are the Sunday nursing a hangover, um, calm whenever they know how to get past your do not disturb. They, they're they probably one of your emergency contacts. Who knows? These are the friends who will hide a body for you. No questions asked. Like that scene from the town where they're like, we're going to hurt some people and we can never talk about this again. And the friends respond with, whose car are we taking? Yours or mine? <laughs> I probably just terribly reenacted that and did no justice to Ben Affleck. And for that, I apologize. Um, but that, those are the friends I'm talking about. The friends that your partner needs approval from. I love being that friend. I love the emphasis. And you know, this may be slightly narcissistic. But I'll ask my therapist, but I love being that friend who my friends think they need my approval for their relationship to work. I think that is more, I think it comes from a place of respect. I think it comes from a place of, I know that you're important in my person's life. And I know that if you don't like me, then you're not going to be on my side when they come to you talking about an argument or talking something through, um, you know, they're potentially going to be biased and it makes a lot of sense to befriend those friends like yours truly. 
Um, so what are they and what are they not? Those platonic relationships, those best friends, those true loves um, on the friendship side of things, let's start with what they're not. They're not fickle or fair weather, in my opinion. They are not friends who are inconsistent. And yes, you have those friends, we all have those friends that you don't connect with for months and then you pick up right where you left off. But that's consistent for your friendship and for however you have decided to connect with each other. And if you want anything different, then you need to express that or they need to express that. But I mean more fickle or fair-weathered when it comes to being your biggest fan, being supportive of you, allowing you to sparkle and enjoying basking in the rays of your success and your happiness. They cannot be fickle or, or jealous or take it personally upon themselves as like a hit when you're doing something well. There's room for all of us to do well and they need to be supportive 100% of the time. Um, they are not grandfathered in from childhood. And what I mean by that is we all have those friends who have been our friends for so long. And I think it's it's worth asking ourselves, are they still adding to my life or are they not in alignment with who I've grown into or I'm not in alignment with who they've grown into? If the answer is we're in alignment, fantastic. But I do think that we tend to hang on to people like memorabilia from our childhood, even if it no longer serves us and that's just not necessary. As you get older, I think that your friend group gets smaller and higher in quality, and I think there's nothing wrong with that. These friends are not your therapist. They are not your therapist. Yes, they can be supportive of you. Yes, they can. You can talk their ear off. Yes, you can say, my favorite text to get is, can I be petty for a second? Or can I tell you something? Or whatever. Love Love that. But at the end of the day... I am not a professional and my friends are not a professional and you have to have boundaries, healthy boundaries where you decide that, Hey, have you considered talking to your therapist about this? My friends and I talk pretty openly. Like I know my friends, therapists names, and I say, have you talked to so-and-so about that yet? And that is a totally respectful, honest, open form of communication between my friends, but that's a boundary that we have established, that we are comfortable talking to each other about our, you know, about what we have and have not spoken to our therapists about. And it's, I think of it as like, we are supporting acts in our friends' lives. Um, we are, if, if our th- a therapist and myself are the supporting acts in their life and they get to decide what they disclose to who. And that is totally up to them. But on my side, I need to decide what is important for me to disclose to my therapist first. What is important to me to air to my therapist first? What do I need to sift through to my therapist first so that I'm in a good place that I'm not just backing up a dump truck to my friends and expecting them to sift through this garbage of emotional distress together. Um, you can, they can definitely be there for you to an extent, but they are not a professional. You are not a professional. Neither of you are expected to triage the situation any further than you deem yourself capable. I think that's totally fair. And I think that setting the boundaries with 
people will tell you really quickly if you're dealing with a healthy friendship or an unhealthy friendship. If you set a boundary and you're not comfortable talking about something with a friend, then I think that it's totally fair to say to them, hey, I am so grateful that you that you feel comfortable talking to me about this. That being said, I don't know if I can give you the feedback. I don't know if I can give you the direction that you need or that you're seeking. Have you considered talking to your therapist or have you considered going to therapy? I think there's a very kind way to say that. Um, and you're allowed to set that boundary and a good friend will respect it. And on the other side, you're allowed to receive that boundary. And as a good friend, I believe you should accept it. Last one, I think is that friends, these friends are not, I don't believe that these close, close friends should be your exes. I think that staying friends with your exes is so counterintuitive to me. I'm a Leo. I cut people off very quickly and very seamlessly, very cleanly. Uh, with a machete. No, (laughs) I've just finished the third season of you. So I have a couple of uh, bits of imagery lingering around my subconscious as it appears, but I do like clean breaks. I don't think that it doesn't make sense to go back to something that you were not. So if you were not friends prior to dating and you say you want to be friends, that to me doesn't make sense. If you disagree with me, it is your life, honey. You live it how you want to live it. Love that life, girl. Live that life. (laughs) But for me personally, I only have one exception to this rule or two exceptions to this rule. One is someone who I dated so long ago. We have been friends now longer than we ever dated by like tenfold. So, so long. And the other one, we were friends before we dated and now we and we went back to being friends but her and I needed to have a really um significant healing process and space was required after we ended our relationship before we could be friends again and it took navigating because if you really look back at it when you were friends before dating someone I think her and I could both admit that our friendship was probably tainted or biased in some way by those initial feelings of we might date. And then when you go to being friends afterwards, I think those lingering romantic feelings need to be gone before you decide to cross the bridge back into friendship. So I do think there are exceptions to every rule, especially in the non-hetero world. In the hetero world, I think it's a little more black and white, whether or not you were friends before and whether or not it's logical to go back to that or go into that in the non-hetero world. I understand that this is like way more complicated. It's just silly how connected, um, the world is in that sense that, you know, I can't expect you to just say black and white. We're never going to be friends. We're never going to see each other. We're never going to, yeah, not reasonable. I get that. Um, been there. So I think there are exceptions to every rule. And I think you have to decide which exceptions you make for yourself personally and which ones you adhere to and which ones you don't. So up to you. What are those friends? I think they are loyal, honest. They're healing their own shit. They're owning their own shit. 
they're protective of you and your vibe. So what I mean by that is they will be honest with you if they think that you're doing something that's not in alignment with your best self. Ultimately, it's up to you if you want to make decisions moving forward in alignment or out of alignment with what's best for you. But when they disagree with something that you say, the biggest thing I notice between friends and non-friends or or high quality friends and maybe low quality friends is if I'm talking to someone who is not really my friend and is not, does not have my best interest in mind. If I tell them something, there's an, uh, it's laced. Their response is often laced with judgment and it's, that's coming from their personal, that's their own stuff. That's there. If it's laced with judgment, it's from their own stuff their own insecurities, their own stuff. When I'm talking to a friend who maybe disagrees with something and they respond, they say, because I care about you, because I think you deserve more, because I think you deserve better, or because you've told me previously that this is not a goal of yours and, and you feel like you've fallen off track. Like, let's talk about it. What support do you need? What, you know, that's not judgment. That's coming from a place of love. Those two are very, very different. Um, they are direct or open to dialogue. So I'm really direct. I have friends who are not as direct as me, but they're super open to discussing in a space that feels comfortable. You know, maybe they beat around the bush a little bit because that's their nature of communication. But what their goal is, is to understand and to be understood so that we can move forward in uh from a place of clarity and most importantly friends they are a vault they have your secrets and you have theirs they would never use them against you so two important things they have your secrets because you feel comfortable being vulnerable around them you have their secrets because likewise and you would never use them against each other those are not that's not ammo that is trust and it probably took years to build and you, a true, true friend would never use that against you, whether it's talking to your face or talking behind your back. A true friend would never, ever, ever, ever air your shit to somebody else. It's not theirs. It's not theirs to air. So it's a space that's free of judgment. Um, there's an awesome TikTok or audio going around, um, that says like, it's saying the most supportive friend ever. And it's like, what? He doesn't deserve you. It's like, well, I cheated on him. Oh, well, he should have tried harder so that you didn't cheat on him. Oh, well, what do you really mean by shoplifting? Well, I did shoplift like, uh, quite a bit. Well, shoplifting's a loose term. And the person's like, well, it was a thousand dollars. Oh, well, if they didn't want it stolen, then they better lock it up. Like that type of friendship is it a little toxic? Yes, but it's a joke. That's what I mean by like this undying, unconditional support, but it has to be mutual, right? Like you can't bend over backwards for someone who's not bending over backwards for you. It has to be mutual. That's really one of the most important things. And if you have those friends in your life, tell them you love them. Tell them you love them. I used to be so weird about this. Um, in my teens and early twenties. Like, I don't know if it was in a, in kind of an alignment with me figuring out my sexuality as well, but I was like, well, if I tell like a girl that I love her, like, are people going to think that I'm gay or a lesbian or whatever, like, or bi? And like, 
I think once I let go of the fact that like, so what if they think I am, because they're probably right. But once I let go of that fear of judgment, I was like, I do love my friends. I love my friends dearly. I don't know what I would do without my friends. Tell them, tell them how much you love them. The same way that you would, that you think it carries weight to tell your partner how much you love them. Tell them how much they mean to you. Tell them how important they are to you at random. Like if ever you feel it, say it, show up for them. Good, true friends are going to be way more understanding if you're respectful of their time. If you don't think that you can, like, I think my, my most, uh, wonderful, high quality friendships, we say to each other, like open book. Hey, I really want to hang out with you, but I am really tired. So I might take a bath and then see how I feel or might take a nap and then see how I feel. And then my friends will say, Oh yeah, of course. Like you do you, you take care of you. Obviously if you go back and forth and you're trying to make plans and it just gets harder and harder and harder, that's like maybe going down, not a great path for your friendship. But I do think you can be honest with each other and say, this is what I'm thinking for tonight. I love that I can say to my friends, Hey, I really want to have just a night in let's like paint pumpkins and drink pumpkin beer and listen to 2000 hits and just hang out. Great. Or I want to get rowdy tonight. Let's go ring the bell at Federales. Like, what do you want to do? Be honest. In that way, you can, by being honest, by being direct, your friends can say, yes, I want to do that. Or no, I don't want to do that. And you know that you're surrounding yourself with people who are authentic and with people who truly want to share space with you. What's better than that? Um, and in relationships, when you get in a relationship, or if you are in a relationship, do not lose sight of your friends. Be the couple that is fun to be around, even if it's third wheeling. I third wheel all the time. I love third wheeling with some couples and some crushes crush it and some couples swing and miss and that's okay. But I think it's super important to one, continue to hang out with your friends on uh, a one-on-one basis. And if you're comfortable, invite them out with you. Invite them out to dinner. I love that. I love third wheeling, fifth wheeling, whatever. It's great. I think it's it's awesome. And I think with your when you're with the right couples and you all are individuals with your own lives and your own stuff to be excited about, then it's super easy and it can be super fun. So most importantly, know yourself. Know what kind of friend you are and be willing to level up as you grow together. Lift each other up. There is space for all of your accomplishments. It is not a pizza. If I take a huge slice, there's still a huge slice available for you because the pizza is unlimited. We live in a world of unlimited opportunity pizza and we can all have as many slices as you want, baby. So take your slice. I'll take mine and keep on keeping on. Limit the negative self-talk and stop it in its tracks. This is something that I've grown out of personally. And a lot of my friend groups have grown out of this, but not everyone. If you hear your friends negatively talking about themselves, stop it in its tracks and try to create this culture, this space of not toxic positivity. If they need to air something, let it out. But by and not and not everything is okay like things are going to go awry you can hold space for them and, and be empathetic but if someone is talking negatively and it's stuff that 
Like they always say, would you say that to your best friend? And you're saying it about yourself. If the answer is no, stop your friend in your track and say, Hey, that's not true. That's just not a fact. Like there is a fine line between toxic positivity and and being supportive. So be honest. Um, but yeah, these are the folks that you are going to be in the old people's home with. I hope like joking around and hidden into each other with your walkers. Like these are the folks who will fight for your reservation that they made three months ago at your bachelorette party. These are the folks who will help your spouse understand you. These are the folks that will help you understand you, that will hold a mirror up to you and say, I love you and I want you to see the version that I see too. That is love. That love is amazing, unconditional, limitless, platonic love. Savor it, welcome it, welcome it, and surround yourself with it. That's all I have for now, friends. Until next time, you know what to do. Like, share, five-star rating, all the things. Take care.